Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And we're back with Sammy P. Hello. Hi, girl. So nice to see you. Hey. One of the last times I'll see you in this apartment. <gasps> it's true. Soon you'll be set up in a new stew. I know. I'll be in a teeny little office sitting on my guest bed, I think. <laughs> I imagine it being like one of those modern, like, L.A. Hills mansions, like, Everything shiny, shiny, polished, white stone and like glass. <laughs> that is what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Up on top of a hill. Imagine. No, I mean, it is a very, it, it is a very bougie apartment compared to the one I have now, but. It's so new. Like I've always lived in buildings that are really old and I love that. Like I've have become like in love with the character of old homes and stuff but then I think about like how like every light switch would just work so damn good in a new place. I know. I know. Every, every year that I've lived here they've had to put a new wedge in the door because the whole building keeps shifting and so there's like they, okay. they keep having to make this triangle that's bigger and bigger to bridge the gap. Your building is especially of concern like I it 
I've never seen a building held up by like a steel, like, I don't know what this thing is called, but it's like the thing that you crank like a jack kind of to like put a car up and look underneath it. Like that's what's holding your whole damn building up. And when you go out the back stairs, like you can just see the building is like on a 45 degree tilt. <laughs> it's like no it really i know it really is when i when i leave i need to post a photo of the outside yeah um, exactly it really it looks like a fun house and every time i'm on my porch i'm always like this feels like it could crumble like at any moment and then, and it might because montreal and ottawa like it's all very low elevation and it's like dried up lakes and stuff and did you do you remember the story from like 2015 where a quebec house was just dried dried up lakes or to blame not the not the fact that it's like corrupt crime <laughs> running all the construction okay that in montreal is a thing too if any if you know you know the highways are crumbling it is terrifying and the mob controls everything and the cops are in their pocket there's it's a really exciting kind of <laughs> fun story but um no there was this family in rural quebec that was watching the hockey game and then their house was suddenly eaten by a sinkhole and they're trapped in like a Pompeii style, like, you know, in their exact position, obviously, you know, not a happy ending. Oh, like, oh, they died. Every single person in the house died because the entire house was subsumed in a sinkhole in seconds. So sinking is definitely something to keep an eye on. And you are escaping a potential sinkhole future by leaving that place. But... But who's to say? I mean, my building, my new building is just comparatively Gucci because it's just a newer build. Um, but who's to say there couldn't be a sinkhole under I that? I mean, how do we fight sinkholes? Like, even if you had a really good foundation, like, if she sinks, she sinks. Like, if it opens up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. A sinkhole That's could get saying. us at any time. And, like. <laughs> this this actually works because every time I have a fear that the, the balcony is going to fall, which is, like, every time I'm on it at least once, I think my my other thought is then like okay well then i would just sue my landlord and get like a nice payout so it's fine but unless you're in the hole oh yeah yeah unless unless you're in the hole so i'm trying to get out of the hole and i'm trying to get out of my fun house you're not trying you are uh, yeah yes i am she can and she would she can so she did <laughs> straighten out that crown mama <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, there's an ongoing concern of me and everyone in my life about uh, what a messy lady I am. But we're going to we're going to work on that. Amazing. <laughs> You're like <laughs> self-improvement <laughs> is never it's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice. <laughs> you couldn't even. <laughs> um. I hope that for you. I hope that for you. <laughs> Pray for Oliver, honestly. I'm the weaponized incompetence one. I'm the messy one. I <laughs> like I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to clean, so I can't. <laughs> I'm gaslighting. I'm girl bossing. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah, send love and light to Oliver. I think it'll be okay though. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. Um yeah, we're we're trucking along. He's downsizing his shoes. He got rid of at least five shoes, so we're nice. You know, yep, he's down to sixty-five pairs. <laughs> still, still, what is that lady? The Filipino pre president's wife? I always say, like, I don't know. She's 
you know the one who like stole the company or country's resources and bought like thousands of shoes oh fuck i'm i'm not like up on this story this was like a while ago okay this old story is this an obscure reference i thought this was like me no I, I don't know everything damn <laughs> i don't know about this filipino president but i mean she sounds fierce well she was the wife but yeah she i will and fierce is okay <laughs> See? hot girls embezzle like if you want it you got it that's so true i love this was like this was on our patreon deep dive about shakira how we were like let her embezzle like let her be a girl boss like no one lets women just get away with like insider trading or like tax evasion like yeah they let men get away with it yeah and our patrons supported us they were like thank you like <laughs> that is feminism <laughs> yeah it's like it's one thing if you're taking it from like sick and dying people but if it's from a government if it's tax evasion like i'm sorry to everyone who's sucking the government's dick like they're using every dollar in a you know kind and fair way and not just giving it to the mafia <laughs> like this is a pro tax evasion podcast but just for the girls just for the girls <laughs> yes and and like people of color and anyone who is owed reparations minorities like it's time for us to rise up yeah. and crush the billionaires and the orcas are on side and the shoddily made submarines are on side and it's time that everyone gets on side. They're sinking themselves now. Yeah. Although I don't, maybe we shouldn't join in the pylon of jokes about it. We already did that. We've already joked about it, but I just think hilariously we were so wrong with everything we were saying. What? What were we wrong about? Well, we said, we said they were already dead like four days ago. I mean, they, they were, we were like confirmed dead. No, they weren't. They had, no, I, I wasn't saying confirmed. I was like, they're not okay for anyone who's not this was on the patreon yesterday uh we or last week i guess when you're listening to this i was like i said they're not gonna find them not as in like i have proven that and have made like a, a can make a statement but i'm just saying like that's not happening like oh yeah well that, that's just eerie and creepy of you like no one knew at that time like no one knew they could have just been off of like communications and they could have like floated up to the surface and like poked holes and been just waiting in a little <sighs> not sinking i don't know it was possible maybe they washed up on a island like or maybe they still had enough oxygen at that time and they were just lost but now people are saying that they think that they got imploded well yeah you're okay well I love that you were holding out hope for some, like, Gilligan's Island, like, slash, like, lost. Well, I'm just saying, our, like, boat and submarine science was not sound. <laughs> I, my, my science is, like, a brief look of, like, the vast ocean. I'm like, well, when you go... I didn't know about implosion risk at the time, and now that I do, oof, what a spooky story. I know. Well, it's spooky, and it's, like, you know, they had a, a yeah. pool noodle and a PS4 controller. Yes, and we didn't know about that. Like, we, we didn't know, like, I thought this was just, like, the same factory-issued submarines that you would expect to see. But I had no idea that it was just a tin can, yeah, controlled by a PS4 control. And the most expensive and deadly tin can. This can we... story has been so, in like, everything that comes out of it is just so crazy and so interesting. And it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. Everyone's weighing in. Stepsons are trying to get shoutouts from Blink-182. Shaking dicks. 
No, but did you see the stepson's rebuttal to Cardi B? This is the this is the stepson for anyone who's been following this as closely. This is, this is the stepson of the billionaire, and like basically now they they're they're realizing like the boat is definitely gone. But this was the day it was declared missing. And yes, he went to a Blink One Eighty Two concert. Anyway, Cardi B was like, "What the fuck? Like, I would rather be broke and have people be sad that I'm missing versus going out and not caring, going to a concert." And he comes on with this 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 five panel hat just looking like kind of like tom DeLong. like he kind of looks like one of the blink like an aged blink 182 member he's like who's this who's this bitch to tell me what to do when my stepdad is missing i love blink 182 and i'll do whatever i want it's fine <laughs> he's like and people say that i should be out there in the ocean looking for him well i've actually got charges pending against me so i can't leave the area so joke's on you <laughs> jokes on me i'm on i'm on probation so but i can't go to this concert and he also has ten dollars to his name or what do you say a hundred dollars in his account people were like wild that you would pay for the blink 182 concert though I, unlikely and isn't he gonna make more now i hope well maybe, i guess he's assuming he's in the will he's, so a, he's like, yeah well he's put a, on the credit card i'll i'll be able to pay that off later don't you worry he wouldn't be the first stepson to be left out of the will like <laughs> Who knows what this guy's getting, if anything, but yeah, we shouldn't assume that everyone loves their parents or (laughs) stepparents. And maybe this guy didn't deserve to be loved by his piece of shit stepson. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) we'll keep, uh, we will not be following up on this (laughs) unless he pipes up again because he's pretty entertaining, the stepson. I, and in the, in this world that we live in, I wouldn't be surprised to see him running for governor of New York next week or like getting his own show, his own dating show. Like, who knows? He could be actually on the show today, Millionaire Matchmaker. He would be yeah, a great candidate. Yeah, he'd be a perfect which, fit. <laughs> which is a great segue um, into the show today. We're covering Millionaire Matchmaker. So, Sammy, I have a question for you. What is your relationship to the show? I watched it. And I liked Patty. I was like, I love how mean she is. <laughs> you look like shit. You look like an ugly old whore. And you need to change. Or no one's going to want to fuck you. It was always like, if you, yeah, if your hair's not straight, you're disgusting. And I was like, wow, she tells it like it is. She gives us something <laughs> we need to hear. <laughs> she was controversial for the time, for 2008. Yes. Which is hilarious because now it's it like it's not even that it didn't age well. It's like it was shocking at the time and it's even more shocking now. But that's her whole brand. Yeah. This is early Bravo. Very early. Yes. So, yeah, the show ran from 2008 to 2015 on Bravo. Um, Patty is just she's just the drunk aunt. <laughs> she's everyone's drunk auntie. <laughs> just being like, can't say anything anymore. <laughs> um, but she founded the Millionaires Club, this dating service, before the show ever ran. And the website has always been www.millionairesclub123.com, which really <laughs> sounds like a phishing scam. <laughs> Millionaire123. So it is a real website, and I checked it out, and her services are all listed there, most of them, the with the prices. You can talk to her on the phone for an hour for $2,000 steal of a deal you can do a zoom or facetime call for three thousand dollars if she if she has to do hair and makeup for this you're fucking paying for it i love that 
you're well if you're you're paying eight thousand dollars extra to get her in per, in-person meeting for lunch is ten thousand dollars um and also same with an in-person psychic reading for also ten thousand dollars a stop i honestly like it's so interesting to me because she's like i'm intuitive i've been doing this for a long time i can read people i know what the future holds and she's always wrong like i would say the average person who doesn't <laughs> consider themselves a psychic would be right well a third of the time like just from basic human cues and like but she is always always dead wrong with her predictions and opinions <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like accurately wrong well actually she <laughs> she I found this article. It was from 2001 with Us Magazine. It was 25 Things You Don't Know About Me from Patty Stanger. And the list is like, I was crying. Okay, I'll just tell you some of the funniest ones. Number one, I'm the world's best girlfriend, totally sweet and submissive. Two, I used to practice Wicca. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet and submissive? Like, how, like, what delusion pills is she taking? No, wait, no, I need to go. Okay, number three. This is the first three. To get rid of depression, I swim with dolphins. What? Does she keep them in a cage? Well, maybe she goes, I'm sure there's like a thing you can go to in the Caribbean where it's like a tourist thing and you go and... Yeah, back in 2008, yes, definitely. But like at every Sandals resort, you could swim with dolphins. But like she, she's acting like, like... Patty's the kind of girl who I don't even think she goes in the ocean. Like, I really just don't believe she would do that. Well, sh- I mean, maybe it's a pool. Maybe it was a, a pool. Oh, yeah, Back yeah. in 2011, Blackfish hadn't come out, and you could just keep a dolphin in any old size pool. It didn't matter. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> keep them in a kiddie pool and take photos with them, and everyone was fine with it. Choking them out with chlorine and making them dance every half hour on the hour for the rest of their lives, and it was... Yeah, helping Patty with her mental health issues. Um, <laughs> number <laughs> This is a therapy dolphin for high-powered women who wish to be submissive girlfriends. (laughs) (laughs) Just communing with them. Number eight, I was a practicing psychic. Number 12, I wish my co-stars Destin and Rachel would get makeovers. And last... (laughs) We'll talk about her as her co-stars later. And the last, number 19, my staff never gets my lunch order right. (laughs) No way. This is yeah. not I cannot. She's not real. She's so funny. Dude, imagine if someone asked me like three facts about myself and one of them was I wish Emily would get a makeover. That was your fact about you and you did it publicly. <laughs> she is a card. Wow, love it. Yeah. My co-host is a ugly cunt, and that's one fact about me. <laughs> she's stupid. She's inaccurate with her work, and she looks terrible. Anyway, <laughs> and she never gets my lunch order right. Um, and this, okay, wait, but just going quickly back to millionairesclub123.com, <laughs> the she offers many other services, uh, including biz consulting, a pretty pal makeover sexy sidekick models where you can like rent a model to like be your wingman yes <gasps> really um photography services and an ask patty program for 250 dollars a question what the hell she's it's so inspiring to see someone grift like this like to climb to the top of a field that they are demonstrably incompetent and a failure at <laughs> and like 
She's single. She's never been married. It is so insane. And she is, like, famously an aggressive, dominating bully. (laughs) Not a submissive little girl. What is going on? She's completely misrepresenting herself. And she's like, and I'm a witch psychic. But she's terrible at it. Yeah, but that's what we should all be living like with that delusion. She's an entrepreneur like you are E, you know, like always looking for that next fucking side hustle grind girl boss. Like she was like, if you died and went to hell, crawled <laughs> out of your grave. Like <laughs> a girl boss zombie. I know. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I look at my bio and I have like services I offer and it's like astrology readings, like business consulting. Like I'm not that different from Patty. We're both Jewish. Like we're both delusional in different ways. <laughs> You're just both girl boss entrepreneurs and that can look a lot of different ways and yours is not as hellish as hers, but I do think it is a funny comparison. <laughs> We both both have really dysfunctional relationships, mostly. (laughs) Oh my god, wow. I love it. (laughs) Um, If I had more fun money to throw around, I would do the $250 Ask Patty question, because I just would want to see, like, what are her answers. If anyone wants to, like, fund this, like... We're not going to make a wish list here, but, like, if anyone just wants to give us, like, $250 or, like, do this yourself. Like, ask her a question and tell us how it goes. If anyone is listening. Anyone with a different tax bracket than us, like, see what kind of answer you get from, like, a really complex life conundrum you're facing because uh, it is always fascinating to hear patty's take on things yeah, max out the word count on the question and see what you get because yes also i'm wondering like what format because this website was like 1.0 like you can't click on any of the links it's like a pdf of <laughs> <laughs> well i'm sorry but sexy sidekick models pretty pal makeover the database it's all it's giving whiffs of human trafficking. Well, that's yeah, exactly. Like a ma- madam, or what is it? Uh, yeah, like yeah. An escort service, definitely. Yes, definitely. Because those are. It's weird. hard. It, it and the way that she controls that they can't trade numbers, they can't discuss sex. It's all giving like unless I'm there and I get a cut. <laughs> well, okay, that I do. I kind of get that because it's like if you're at a hair salon. And you're and you're like the hairstylist. You're not supposed to like give your number out and be and like get funnel clients off of the business to you. No, I know, but it's it's way more than that. Like she's trying to be like in bed with them the first time they do it with her like controlling like. Well, yeah, and actually sex stuff. Yeah, and actually that's the next thing we should discuss, which which is the rules of the Millionaires Club. And these are there's few rules, but if you break them, you can be kicked out immediately, no refunds, and maybe murdered, like. You do not want to break these rules. No. Patty's terrifying. First one, millionaires cannot discuss sex or trade phone numbers at their mixers. I I do. Okay. As much as that is controlling and crazy, I kind of like that because it just takes the pressure off of the mixer a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's all fake and pretend for TV. It's not even a mixer, but whatever. <laughs> well, she does. No, but she's doing this in her spare. Okay. This is skipping ahead, but I looked in the where are they now all they all we really have on Patty besides like the crazy shit she says in interviews is that Drew Barrymore used her services. She admitted to it on her talk show. True. So she's really doing this like not just 
for the show. The show hasn't been airing since 2015. And Drew Barrymore, like, on her, her talk show was like, this is really embarrassing. But after my divorce in 2016, I, like, <laughs> hired Patty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one year outside of the show airing. Like, it'd be different if Drew Barrymore hired her in 2023. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, this website is still alive. She is still seeing... I, I believe that, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of fake shit for the show. But, like, I think she's genuinely running this service and people are coming to her off right. camera. Right. Right. Um, but so the next rule is no sex is allowed until the couple is in an exclusive, committed, monogamous relationship. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you why would you buy the cow if you haven't sampled their milk yet? You know, just <laughs> like that's a crazy that sounds actually <laughs> given the context, it sounded more sexual than I intended. But like, why? Why would you get into a monogamous relationship with someone? unless you're like really religious for seeing if you're compatible with them in bed um yeah i mean i don't know some of her rules like she's just so old-fashioned with her rules and sometimes there is like backing that that is more successful in the end but it's like pretty minor discrepancies in like the statistics but like there is like a slightly higher rate of success if you don't live with someone before you're married and there's like I think a slightly higher success if you like wait a little more dates to like have sex, but it's pretty negligible. Well, well, you're living in sin and it seems to be going well for you. Yeah. Well, it, obviously her advice is you unwedded is outdated, <laughs> like because financially most people cannot afford to just wait till marriage to move in with someone to save money on rent. But like she, that's not a problem for her clients. Yeah. Well, I mean, if money was no issue, I would still want to move in with someone before marriage just to be like... Well, if money was no issue, I would have definitely pushed for marriage, like, two years into my relationship. Yeah. Like, I would just be like, we can afford a wedding, so if you don't marry me, you're a fucking clown and you're not serious and, like, get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> so maybe we both have things in common with Patty. Yeah. Totally. I, oh, totally. And then I would be invited to your wedding, which I'm not, currently. <laughs> it's okay. Um... <laughs> Which, by the way, it's coming up. We both have big... I'm moving and you're getting getting married. You have Woo! big life things coming up next month. Everything's on the up and up. It's a big July. <laughs> big July. Yeah. We gotta... I don't know. What do we gotta do? We gotta moisturize. <laughs> we gotta take some well. <laughs> some vacation after the... No, I'm just kidding. Uh... I'm gonna say take more meds. I'm maxed out. Um, <laughs> okay, so... the And the last... The last rule is two drink maximum enforced on each date, which seems, definitely a good. I mean, it's a good. It's a good barometer for people who may struggle with impulsivity and um, uh, scaring people off after one date. <laughs> yeah, or well, I can't really handle my alcohol very well, so for me, it would be like a safety thing. I just wouldn't drink, have more than two drinks with a new person. But yes, that's because after two drinks, I'm like. Whee! <laughs> well i think there's like there's a, like a nugget of truth in a lot of the stuff she says like the don't get too wasted don't have sex with them right away it's like that is pretty like safe good advice and um also with the like don't dump about your trauma right away i actually do think is really good too oh, yes yes and don't talk well call me old-fashioned but don't talk about sex on the first date like i also yes. agree even if there's a lot of sexual tension like don't be no, don't talk about, about it. it. She said, don't talk about your ex, sex, politics, or religion on the first date. And I do 
have to agree like that oh, you should I highly disagree about the political one I need to know even before we date like what's up true I wouldn't like yeah okay I think I would see red flags honestly before I even ask them how they voted or if they vote well, but like well I'm also thinking of it because I was dating on a dating site where you can see like people generally put their political beliefs so yeah that's a good pre-screener I would pre-screen with that, but if they didn't have it, like, I would need to know, because I'm like, why is it not on there, you know? And if it was, like, it, basically, if it was, like, moderate, I'm like, I feel like you're just trying to <laughs> win people over, and it's actually conservative. But I even did, yeah. before I met Oliver, this was going around TikTok at the time, so I tried it on him. It was, like, ask them what their most controversial point of, or... Yes, <laughs> most, controversial I, opinion. Yeah, and I asked him, um, and he was, like, his answer was capitalism is the root of all evil and i was like yeah. i was like that's not controversial but i was like oh, wait that's what i'm like look that's what i'm looking for here you know yeah yeah you're like oh that doesn't make me want to throw a computer at your face like i but that's good <laughs> like, you want to agree with someone's controversial take <laughs> i mean mine was way more toxic i said that maybe the rules in midsomar about like the cutoff age of like 73 is like maybe a good idea yeah, honestly, I mean, it, it, it would relieve a lot of pressure on pensions and some other stuff. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, but the, neither here nor there. Um, so uh, a little bit more about should we talk about the controversies or controversies before or after we recap the show? Uh, maybe after. OK, let's put a pin in this. I don't know, actually. I kind of want to talk about it now. I, d I normally put them at the end, but I just think it's so, it gives so much context to like who Maddie yeah. is. We'll just briefly touch on them. So <laughs> speaking of, speaking of Drew Barrymore earlier, she's like the only celebrity that we've ever researched. We couldn't find any controversy on. Patty's the opposite. Like she's only controversy. <laughs> yeah. And because she speaks her mind. So on Watch What Happens Live in 2011, she just decimated like her relationship with andy cohen <laughs> she had every caller that called in she said it she went to a different layer of offense so first a caller asked her how she felt about open long distance relationships and monogamy and she replied in the gay world it will always be open and then asked the caller if he was gay and when he said yes yeah, she said yeah there's no curbing the gay man and then <laughs> she looked at host Andy Cohen, uh, who's openly gay, and also her boss on Bravo, uh, and said, I have tried to curb you people. <laughs> and then when Cohen replied, I, I am a gay man and I'm down for monogamy, she laughed and said, when was the last time you had a boyfriend? You know this. You're gay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, it gets so much worse. To another caller, she said, first of all, you're very handsome and I thought you were straight. And Andy Cohen was again confused and said, uh, I don't know like why being straight is a compliment. And she said, because he's not queeny. <laughs> Patty, this is why you're still single, because you're a literal bridge troll <laughs> with like the beliefs of like the 1920s. <laughs> My jaw hit the floor reading this. I couldn't believe it. Just imagining this unfolding like a script in the gay world, it'll always be open. Are you gay? There's no curb in the gay man. Tried <laughs> I've tried to curb you people. <laughs> like, not you people. I cannot believe You're that. talking on Watch What Happens Live for all, like, seven minutes. <laughs> then it goes on. No, 
We're not even done. This is just one watch what happens live. I'm sure she was never invited back. But then a, a woman calls in and is talking about how it's really unfortunate that the dates um, she's been on, like, they're good at telling her what she wants. And St- Patty, who's Jewish, asks her if she dates Jews. And again, like, Andy's like, what the fuck? Like, what does that have to do? What did them being Jewish have to do with anything? Because he's... He is both gay and yeah, Jewish. Both, everyone, <laughs> Patty and him are both Jewish and gay. Yeah. And uh, and then she goes, well, they lie. Uh, <laughs> Unapologetically, to which the caller responded, they do. My fucking jaw could not get any further. I w- I'm like, hey, w- Patty, are you, are you like kind of dabbling in like... Are you... <laughs> Uh, anti-semitic holocaust propaganda (laughs) are you on ambien right now like what the fuck is happening (laughs) like you get i honestly think seven minutes of talking is an exaggeration for watch what happens live i think you get more like three of yourself talking because you're splitting that time with andy and it's like (laughs) you're like okay i'm gonna come for the gays the jews who else is next women men like actually everyone (gasps) but men she's like true everyone but a white man yeah she loves a white man a a white straight man let's clarify here because no one too queenie (laughs) never have i heard or said the word queenie before like i really no i know and and she goes like there were so many others like there was there were all these other interviews she gave where she was talking about how like for women you have to like dumb it down for men um and don't mention don't mention your SAT scores or multisyllabic words before walking down the aisle. <laughs> don't mention multisyllabic words before the aisle. <laughs> yeah, don't or like maybe I don't know that might have been paraphrasing, but she literally said, "Don't mention your SAT scores." She said, "You got to dumb right. it down a little because men are not that bright." Well, hey, first thing she said that's well, right so far. <laughs> no, they are not that bright. But you don't have to dumb it down. But <laughs> I mean, she also said things. She said like just every quote like. Real men are making money in this economy and buying homes in short sales and foreclosures out in the suburbs, getting their homesteads up for their families. And women say, I won't go to Connecticut. This is where the men are. She's talking about New York women. <laughs> okay. I can't. This is the last this is the last one because there was a bunch of different like Jewish magazines that interviewed her. And this was just this tiny little quote from it, but I was like, oh, Patty. <laughs> They were talking about, at the time, she was in an interfaith relationship. They were asking about what that's like, navigating that. And they they write, as for why it might seem that in more interfaith celebrity couples, the male is Jewish, Stanger quips that Jewish men, quote, like the angel looks. <laughs> you know, that actually makes me really sad because it's it's always she's such a self-hating yeah woman jewish woman yeah like. it, it always when someone's really cruel and a bully about people's physical appearance or their faith or their looks their sexuality whatever it always always comes back to the fact that they hate themselves oh absolutely i know and okay speaking speaking of judaism i actually had a question a real question for you which is the whole matchmaking thing like i thought that that was growing up i just thought that that was a thing in my family um but then i realized that it's like culturally it's like very much embedded in our in the fabric of our society like even my grandmother even even after i moved out west she would she'd be like i got a massage and like the guy seemed cute so i gave him your number i'm like 
grandma. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're not. Yeah. No boundaries, <laughs> crazy. No, like Patty. I feel like I know Patty. Like I recognize this type of woman. Um, yeah, full crazy, but in the type of way that I'm like I am familiar with this. But is matchmaking? I'm sure. Okay, I know matchmaking exists in other cultures, but like, is it a is it really a thing? Is it a th- is it? Well, it's definitely it's a thing in Indian culture. It's a thing in yes. Jewish culture, as you mentioned. Like, and I'm sure there are many other cultures that I know less about. But yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a beautiful concept. And like, in a weird way, like I met my partner from matchmaking. Like from being like his friend thought we would get along and so like kind of like told him and I only found this out like years later like literally that was like oh you should like this girl's moving to town she's I think you'd really get along with her and you guys would be a good match like I'm gonna invite her to this dinner and so that's cute and I didn't know yeah and it I think it's lovely when it works out but when it doesn't work out you know it's weird well it there's always that possibility yeah a former coworker of mine was uh, an orthodox jewish woman and she in all her spare time she did matchmaking like just for fun she didn't charge anyone anything and and yeah. said she did anyone from any faith like she's just like nope this is my passion i honestly think that like i would be really good at it and you'd probably be good at it too like it would be a really really fun job to have if you didn't do it with an insane undercurrent of hatred like patty does <laughs> yeah yeah well i was thinking i i helped a friend overhaul her her dating app um like the way that she had written out her dating app um because she had recently been scorned and that was very apparent in her prompts <laughs> i was like let's cool it let's cool it a little let's that's really funny <laughs> yeah it was like don't fucking cheat on me no it wasn't that it was just, i was like let's maybe bring that up later on but um i just did a patreon yesterday with christy from x knows all and and we were also do like pulling out her dating app and like talking about editing i was like this would be i would actually love to do this yeah totally i was like this prompt doesn't tell us anything about you you know like and it's very easy and intuitive to do it for someone else but i've had and patty's a classic example of do as i say not as i do and like i'm a consultant don't even (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly but like she she's acting like an expert even though she has failed at the thing she is claiming to be an expert at yeah absolutely um okay so we're gonna get into recapping the show but first i just want to tell everyone to support the show uh you can subscribe to the patreon me and sammy are hilarious witty charming um (laughs) every week we're actually incredible um and we are bringing you fire episodes every week on Wednesdays and you can hear that for five dollars a month um but if you want to support for free you can rate the pod five stars we're almost at 500 ratings on Spotify let's let's get it there babes let's do it um and what else I got a book for sale stuff I hate journal book of angry (laughs) journal prompts you can get anywhere books are sold and that's it for now Oh, and at a live show. I'm doing a live show with Meredith Lynch. I've got so many wares I'm peddling now. I got a live show July 26th in Boston. You can see that on my Instagram. It's become a whole thing. And that's that's it. We're doing a little... Usually that's you guys that are on used, that. Yeah, we're used to hearing my thirst at the top of the show. And now I'm sneaking it in the middle because you're already hooked. What I will say about Patreon is we're a lot more topical on Patreon. 
like here we're like reaching into the depths of the past but if you want like actual news and like what's going on like now the patreon's the spot yeah we talk about weekly news weekly pop culture items we do deep drives in the girls and we talk about um messy details of our personal lives <laughs> right can't forget that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh we got a little a little something for everyone and now we're going to take a moment to talk about our next partner, which is Athletic Greens. I've been taking AG1 by Athletic Greens every day. I take it in the morning. You know when, before my morning troll stroll. Sometimes I bring it on my troll stroll. And it makes me feel less surly, um, even slightly more approachable, but just overall more capable of waking up facing my day, facing my to-do list. And I very quickly noticed that not only was my stomach more settled, but I've actually found that my hair and skin has improved. So my skin isn't as inflamed. Um, my hair is like less dry. Like it's just, it's a lovely side effect that I hadn't quite expected. Um, but it's a fun little bonus and it's one scoop of powder Mix in my water once a day, and that's basically how easy it has to be for me to stick with a habit. AG1 is it's also delivered to me every month, so it's overall from start to finish, it's the level of ease that I require. I put a quick scoop in my water. Um, with the nausea hit, it has 75 vitamins and minerals, so it really cuts through all the BS and it gives you all the good stuff. So I've been feeling the benefits um, both with my mood with my skin and it's just something that it's been introduced to me through the podcast but I've been keeping up with it ever since they sent me a sample to try out for a couple weeks and I'm I'm hooked I'm sold so if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash become. That's athleticgreens.com slash become. Check it out. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. All right, and we're back, and we're going to be covering Season 2, Episode 2, for a very specific reason, because it is the first time Patty ever had a millionaires as she calls her <laughs> a lady millionaire um this this aired on february 19th 2009 and the top five billboard hits of that week were number one my life would suck without you kelly clarkson right round by Flo Rida, featuring kesha circus by britney spears incredible um single ladies by beyonce and gives you hell by all american rejects yeah i mean a hot blend of pop and emo (laughs) i would say four bangers and one (laughs) one song that gives you hell yeah i mean all american rejects yeah they haven't really aged too well have they no one really listens to well i'm just not i was never like a i i was i i was always a poser like i pretended to like that kind of music because i thought that the boys would think it was cool but um i never did (laughs) yeah i mean i've been like very much regressing into like my like 90s grunge and 2000s like indie rock because i realized i'm a fucking rock chick and i haven't been like exploring that side i knew that i'm a rocker and i love to like i love that avril lavigne interviewer that's what you were sounding i was know well that's what i was like i was doing that impression and then i was i found myself wanting to do the whole speech you know what I think I am? I think I'm just a fucking rock chick. I love to throw shit around. I love to get wrecked. I love to fucking mosh. Like, and it's not even punk to say you're punk. It's more punk to say you're not punk. So whatever. <laughs> you're literally two rock chicks from Ontario, Canada. Like, yes. Find the difference. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I, I love it. But all, all Americans just kind of suck. But they, what's that? So- their big song, isn't it? Like, and all you want to keep is strong, move along, move along. You know, that one was okay. I have no idea. Move along. I had to really take myself through that. But okay, you're like, never mind. I've just been singing right round by Flo Rida in my head since I read off that list. It's a great Bob. Oh my God. That is the worst song on the list. That is the worst song on the list. The worst? Yes. Try not to dance challenge. Give you... <laughs> <laughs> okay we need to get we need to get on track here we're like we're so far into this episode we gotta recap this bitch okay so we're starting it off patty introduces herself with the one of the most inaccurate things <laughs> she could say to introduce herself she's a third generation matchmaker with a 99 percent success rate what what does that mean 99 percent of them survive like <laughs> Is she kidding? I have never seen one relationship ever work out on the show from the show. The only thing with a 99% success rate is like dragonflies. Like, isn't that like <laughs> they're the best hunters in the animal kingdom? Like 99% of the time they like get their kill. 
I did not know that about dragonflies, but thanks for sharing. More animal facts. That's (laughs) what you're really here for. Uh, And we all know it. So no, she's 99% success rate. I know. What does that even, what does she mean by that? (laughs) I have no idea. But like, that just goes to show that when you're an entrepreneur, you can just say anything you want. Like you could say like, um, most successful person under 35, three years in a row. (laughs) stuff like that i'm a top podcaster with a 99 percent success (laughs) and tons of hits what successful how (laughs) you don't know i'm not qualifying it but i sound confident yeah (laughs) topping topping the charts every week yeah exactly my heart and mind yeah, so with little tough love and a lot of patience and an eye for the right chemistry, I make the perfect match. So Patty introduces her assistants, Destin and Rachel. Or no, she's meeting with them for lunch. Um, and she's criticizing them because they lived together before marriage. Um, but last I checked, they're still together. So they're doing <laughs> something that worked. But at, yeah, at first in the scene, I was like, oh, she's having lunch with her son who has a mohawk. And I had forgotten that that was not her son. That's her staff member, Destin. And then this is the episode before she hires Rachel, who becomes a full time cast member. But at this point, she's just dating this mohawk guy. At this point, yeah, these are just her steampunk side. Yeah, yeah. Who she hates how they look. But God damn it. They respect her. <laughs> and like, she's... Yeah. She's going through her, like, retro ideas. She's like, it's so stupid that you guys are living together before marriage. And then she, like, talks to Rachel. She's like, do you want a ring from him ASAP? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. And she's like, well, confirmed. Like, I'm right. Like, you know, Dustin's dragging his feet. And, like, she's ready for a commitment. And, you know, like, sometimes she does call it call it right. I want everyone to walk away with this level of confirmation bias delusion. Yeah. Like, just, like, see, <laughs> I'm always right right about this uh yeah well she wasn't she wasn't right when she cut those bangs because that was really tough for me to swallow in this episode those short straight little bangs patties patties yeah like she grows them out right after this this was like an experiment for her and god i i hated them (laughs) yeah she was going through a phase yeah. Uh, and, but one thing she did get right was she had frosted a frosted pink lip which really brought me joy to see i forgot about that that made me happy yeah yeah this is and it was before fillers um yeah fillers really changed everything on bravo and in hollywood yeah and the world um yeah and it was even like before everyone was like botoxed into like an egg you know like a tight shiny egg yes yeah there was only there was only cutting surgeries and i remember like patty would always tell people like oh get your eyes done get your eyes done um, you look old and decrepit. <laughs> Get your boobs done. Yeah, those were like still the top surgeries at this time. Like we were in the dark ages of plastic surgery. We were, we were in rough times. Um, but Patty still knew how to work it because the next scene, she walks into the office, the Millionaires Club. She's wearing a black blazer, a white pencil skirt, and a huge leather corset belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it was like an S and M kind of look. Like was yeah, because the the heels she wears too are very like sex worker, dominatrix adjacent. Yeah, there was a 
French teacher at my school who used to dress like this with the corset right, <laughs> the leather corset right under the boobs. And it was, oh my God, a lot to take in. <laughs> <laughs> when you, especially when you're at a desk and it's eye level, you're like, oh. <laughs> Anyhow, that was also the year 2008 or whatever. Um, so Destin, her co-host, whatever, assistant, says, I have clients. And Patty says, are they normal? And she says, no, something different. She's like, gay? Are they gay? Is it gay? And she, he says, no, it's a girl. And she's very thrown very thrown off by this. She, They put on the tape, and it's this beautiful woman. And Patty says, she's gorgeous, but I don't know about this. I don't like millionaires. I feel like they're never satisfied. <laughs> she says, I'm not a fan of millionaires. I was like, wow. That really takes me to a place of Ken Todd. That's amazing. Being like... <laughs> But you're the manageress. <laughs> thought that's what we are. <laughs> I thought of the same thing. You're the manageress. <laughs> it's like and a really helpful little suffix to just let everyone know you are a raging misogynist. <laughs> like, yeah. And to not disrespect the manageress. <laughs> you're a chief executive officeress. <laughs> you're the presidentress. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Um, and our first millionaire, her name's Heidi. She founded this clothing company called Young, Fabulous, and Broke, which is still going to this day. And she's 41 with a baby. And they are, Patty is side-eyeing her hard. Um, and and Destin also is side-eyeing her at this point. He goes, that's going to make it harder. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oof, she's old. She's got baggage. God, how are we going to sell this bill of goods? Meanwhile, she's drop dead gorgeous like somehow looks like every like blonde 90s model and celebrity like rolled into one yeah yeah and she goes uh she sort of warms up to her and is like you know she goes well i get it you know if i didn't have i'm the same age if i didn't have andy who would date me which turns out to be true because her and andy broke up and she's still single so yeah (laughs) that was one thing she said accurately unfortunately um and She's still so skeptical, though, because she goes like, well, okay, if you believe in her, I'll trust her because I don't like to waste my time. Yeah. This diamond in the rough millionaire model. Exactly. It's so funny to see her as like, they're like, oh, God, how are we going to fucking pawn this off on someone? <laughs> I know. The next contestant, the next millionaire looks like he's been living in a tanning bed. Um, He's a raging misogynist himself and she loves him. <laughs> no issues there he says he's from vancouver she goes i love vancouver yeah you know in in his first interview here he makes a horrible impression but he really grew on me but i did have to sort of block out from my mind the fact that he's like i'm looking for someone 15 years younger their eggs need to be fresh not all dried up i want a family and they're like he seems old yeah he has an old energy he should he shouldn't be dating younger (laughs) get him well i think also in the first interview when we met him later he was kind of normal but in the first one he had like tanned himself to a different race kind of yeah he was on one that day like i think he had just like railed some coke and was like i don't want any dried up eggs i just want someone (laughs) young and tan as me but then he really chills out later so yeah maybe just a bad first impression (laughs) yeah when he goes net worth i don't know probably around 500 million somewhere in there or 25 million somewhere in there (laughs) yeah so casual wow you're so cool um but patty's she likes him but she's tired of ageism 
Um, but then she's heading to Heidi's house in the next scene in her little convertible. And she agreed. She said she agreed to take Heidi on because she's a single mom with a baby. <laughs> this is a sad, sad yeah. case. That Charity work. <laughs> Literally. Um, but then she meets Patty at her house or she meets Heidi at her house and tells her that they're going to do a cocktail mixer. And she wants the legs showing. She says, none of this hippie chick stuff. I want the hair blown out and perfectly flat ironed and a push-up bra. Push up the knockers, stiletto heels. Yeah. She's like, you need to feel like a woman, not a mommy, not a hippie. Bleh. She said you're in your masculine mommy time. And this is not. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. How do you be in a masculine mommy time? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, she's. Yeah, she's acting like this woman hasn't built an entire brand over being like a gorgeous hippie chick. But okay, I guess she should dress just like Patty. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. But also, she doesn't want women to dress slutty. I don't know. She's very Patty's very confused. They have women have to be at exactly a level seven on the slut scale. Go any higher or lower, and you're disgusting. <laughs> well, lower, and you're a male troll above and you are like too it's like too, like pin up you're you're a slut who needs to be shouted out of the party like she does to a woman later patty takes the madonna horror complex extremely seriously <laughs> yes she's like and there's a very specific point that it's where it lies and i live on that line <laughs> yeah um so then she sees Bill, and I don't know when he left a great impression on you because, the, again, he's talking about how, like, he he likes young women. And she's Patty surmises that maybe Bill and Heidi, the two millionaires, are each other's matches. Um, but, you know, we, we then go. She's screening candidates. Um, we have a man who's making seven figures. She says, no, we need seven. Yeah, he says he's making six. She says we need seven. But the men, the women dating the men don't need to be rich, but the men dating the women need to be in Patty's world. Yeah, well, it's all about masculine energy for her, even though she has some of the most masculine energy of yeah. it. Like, if that concept is said to exist, then she's got it, but she hates it and, like, is always trying to be like, men need to be the daddy and the breadwinner and women need to submit. Imagine she learned about non-binary people. She would explode. <laughs> Oh my god, I wonder if she's heard about them. I don't think she has. I think she fully <laughs> lives in her own little world where it's like still like it's still like 60 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Women should be baking pie in their stilettos waiting for their man. <laughs> totally. Even though she's not willing to do that. But the stuff that she says about Heidi having a baby is so brutal. She's just like, I'm sad for that baby. I'm gonna find it a daddy. Baby needs a daddy. <laughs> stuff like that. And she says it to the men. She's like, she says it to this... the baby. She goes, I'm going to make you a daddy. <laughs> yeah. And to the men, she's like, this woman needs a daddy. Like she needs someone changing diapers. Like, are you man enough to like raise a baby that isn't yours? And it's like, Jesus, you are scaring people right away. Like just maybe just be like, she's a beautiful, successful, kind, interesting entrepreneur with a child. Like you don't need to be like, yeah. At the level of wealth where you can hire a nanny. Yeah. Whatever you want, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, the man who has six figures is out. So is the woman with wavy hair because she says, you gotta blow it out silky straight. Men request it, all right? Yeah, it's like... Pat <laughs> also, like, low-key anti-Semitic, like, I'm sure Yes. She 
you know? I know, I know, I know. It all comes back to that for her. And, like, her hair is always, like, as pin straight as you can get. Like, she leads by example with that one for sure. Flat iron for the gods. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, a woman comes in with short hair and she goes, can you get extensions by tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, and then actually the next this is i thought that was the worst one the next the final worst one is this woman comes in and she goes you're tall you're freakish jewish tall i think you got to downplay the height issues this woman i know is five foot ten i know like what are you talking about patty like a leg reduction surgery what is she supposed to do and like she says to the a, a paler girl you better mystic by tomorrow otherwise i'm gonna kick your ass out and then they're like interviewing her about why she's so abusive to the women and she's like when you come in here i want to see perfect tens looks mind body and spirit or hit the dust i think she means hit the road but it subconsciously she's like i hope drop you. dead yeah. disgusting pale frizzy hair pig like, like I, I hope you turn into dust like on buffy like <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously um she okay so now we go to the mixer and the two millionaires are like chatting and eyeing, eyeing each other up but patty keeps she says the first of like how she says it so many times that he doesn't know about her age that's going to stop it in its tracks mind you this guy's like what 45 and the woman's 41 she's only mm-hmm. like she's four years younger than him but <laughs> and then she's in the corner telling a woman to cover up <laughs> She is so yeah, she 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 tells one girl, like, put your disgusting boobs away. And the girl's like, I've got 38 double D's, what am I supposed to do? And Patty's like, Well, I've got 36 double D's, so you're fatter than me and you look like a whore. You need to get out of here. And then she tells another girl Direct quote. Yeah. She tells another girl, You look like you're straight off the farm, like you need to look like you're from LA. Look at my shoes. That's what gets a man. And they're like pleasers. And the, the woman is also who she said you're from the farm. She was wearing a pink tube top. Yeah, dress. with pink stilettos, which today would look so much fresher than what Patty's wearing. And meanwhile, this like country girl is a former NASA analyst turned law grad and working as an accountant. <laughs> like such a catch. Incredibly impressive that she gets like this caliber of women coming to castings i'm like damn she really had a brand at this point she's been nothing but consistent maybe not accurate but consistent um so they're chatting the each of the millionaires are chatting within the mixer and then they're supposed to go on two mini dates where they go off to the do a little sidebar um (laughs) heidi's not feeling it she asks a guy okay did you find this like something was this just me Heidi asks a guy, do you like children? And Scott, this guy goes, I love children. I used to do volunteer at the Special Olympics. It's like, what? Like a children's Special Olympics? Well, Special Olympics, there's there's adults and children. But I was like, okay. All right. I don't know. Let me just. Well, maybe he's, I thought he was just saying like, yeah, in fact, I worked with children. Okay. Um, And Vir- children with special needs is obviously like, he's trying to be like, and I'm a really good person. <laughs> yeah. Virtue signaling is like the very least, least of our worries here. Um, That's fine. Also, whatever. She's not feeling it, but the millionaires choose each other. They want to date each other. Yeah. I mean, he, he did pick the, as his second runners up, he did pick the two most intelligent women in the room. So that's when I started to soften on him. I was like, you know, maybe he's just saying what he thinks 
he's supposed to want like he wants it he's like i i want a 20 year old model actress but actually in his heart of hearts like he's attracted to like an interesting and intelligent and classy woman um yeah i loved i loved the two women he picked and pixie cut too (laughs) the bars in hell he picked hot smart women not just hot women (laughs) yes exactly now you're getting it yeah he's the hero we don't deserve but we got um yeah she's telling him like don't talk about religion or political beliefs but then she's telling Heidi to go to bed by nine with no phone or tv on I'm like yeah she's like you need your fucking beauty rest like you need those eyes to be a cucumbered and like you need to look young as a baby in the morning so get ready bitch mindfulness meditation queen like no phone or, or tv after nine like okay I mean, yeah, she's saying just before this date because she doesn't want her anxious and she wants her looking rested and fresh. But um, if you made me stare into the void as of 9 p.m., I would be a wreck the next day. I know. Day. That's like, that's me when I go camping. I'm like, am I supposed to feel insane? But um, <laughs> anyway. <It's> present? <laughs> present in this economy? Yeah. So, <laughs> But wait, when they're at the bar and she's talking and Heidi's telling her, like, I, I, I want to pick Bill. Um like and and then Patty does her little outburst of like, everyone's got needs, everyone's got pipes to clean. And they do that shot of the bartender just looking up like, <gasps> like it just like he looks sick. Like, that that really killed me because everyone's got pipes to clean has got to be one of the most disgusting turns of phrase I have ever. Heard. That's like yeah, it's like the other side of the coin of like referring to like a woman as a cum dumpster. <laughs> Like, seriously, clean the, like, man's got needs. Like, okay. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so then she gives her the speech, no politics, no religion, blah, blah, blah. And I do agree, especially with the no past trauma discussion, because, as you know, I'm on high-value woman TikTok. (laughs) You're, as you know, I'm a little toxic. (laughs) We all are. We all are. I am. Yeah, I am. And I love like women who are in the business of manipulating men for a living. And I'm always like, yes, queen, supporting yeah. them. So the, a lot of them advise like when you're dating a man, never, ever tell them that a man has ever mistreated you in the past. Not your daddy, not your first boyfriend, not your last boyfriend. Like you tell them like you're only used to princess treatment and they will strive to meet that bar. And I'm like, Ooh, I don't think that's false. Like a good man will love and respect you no matter what. But like, if you don't want to take the risk. No, but I think that's true for just human interaction in general, unless it's absolutely like true to the context. It's important or you're saying in a really lighthearted way. And it like makes sense in the conversation. Like don't upon first meeting of anyone, don't talk about your traumas. Like just. Yeah. I mean, these coaches are saying never tell a man that. (laughs) (laughs) like never let them know like they're like literally like a lot of women like lead with vulnerability and like trauma bonding to try and like show how vulnerable they are that to make a man like love them but she's like they'll never respect you (laughs) no they don't say they'll never respect you but they're just like if they think that someone's mistreated you they kind of are like they keep it in the back of their mind like well maybe i will too (laughs) wow like she's already traumatized maybe i'll just like she'll be used to it if i do okay good good to know good to know that ladies write that down kidding 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 it's too late late in my case but uh you know things don't work out i'll keep that in mind uh don't talk about trauma um okay so 
now we go we take a journey we take the pj the private jet no no it was a pacific coastal flight oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay this is a niche west coast canadian like this is extremely niche this is so niche but I know we have British Columbian listeners who know what Pacific Coastal is. It is an airline that has no security screening, literally zero. You, you take, just you take your bag to the whatever to the gate. They put it on yes. a wheelie and they wheel. You watch them. You wheel. You go straight from the car. You wheel your your luggage right onto the tarmac, right up the stairs, and onto the plane. And she's on one of the bigger ones. Some of them have literally like six seats. And you're just like crossing your fingers the whole time to survive. But like, it's so funny because it looks just like a PJ in this shot. And I was like, wow, they really are millionaires. And I was like, wait, am I clocking this as a Pacific Coastal (laughs) flight? It's my airline of choice. Like, I love Pacific Coastal. Well, Um, and so for context, it's it's one of the it's like the main airline to like get around within the province. Yeah, like from small destination, you know, it will connect you to Vancouver and it'll you can get flights elsewhere but yeah if you fly out of one of these small airports there is no security it is fucking so luxe i am like extremely anti-airport security and if i were president of the world that would be one of the first things i would dismantle is airport security beyond a a wild sammy that's a wild like you don't care if you're stuck in the plane on a plane with someone who has like a bunch of like weapons i think a curse it should be no more than a cursory um x-ray there should be no need of taking your shit apart, taking your shoes off, putting your a- iPad in a separate box. Then they pat you down and they scan your body naked. It is fucking insane. It's disgusting. And it is an invasion of my human rights. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would have to agree with that part as someone who's had recently like a breast screening exam style style airport <laughs> they're like they're like while you're here we might as well check All you for breast sides cancer. both breasts <laughs> were inspected like it was like squeezed like the same way doctors do when they do this when they do yeah this. they put you in the mammogram machine where they just every part was down. was touched um so anyway anyhow <laughs> so i'm with you on that okay i, I can get with that um so they take this little airline <laughs> And um, what's his name? Bill is in the hotel. He's a hotelier amongst many of his other ventures. And one of them is he owns a resort slash hotel spa thing on one of the islands just off of off of Vancouver Island. And he they're going to go into the spa. So he gives her a teeny little bikini, which, again, I'm like, how are you endeared to this man? I was just like, come on, Bill. <laughs> um, and then he takes her to walk what he calls the hydropath. It looks like a shallow trough of a pool that you just have to walk through that's like above your knees of water. I don't know. It is a trough, but there is also like some little waterfalls on either side. You know, he's got his up and coming spa. And upon my Google search, I discovered he's investing like $70 million into this Kingfisher estate to make it like a top of the line spa. And he's like, I will never recoup this investment in my lifetime. But like, I want this to be an amazing spa. Like this guy is passionate about spas. (laughs) He's passionate about he's too much money and wants to put it into a spa. God bless, you know. Um, they are so ripped up and shredded like to be both in their 40s and have full defined six packs is like this is some LA shit that you just do not see elsewhere I know no this is when this is when you can like afford to have like a personal chef and someone like smacking food out of your hand you know like 
Yes, like just the casual reveal of of their bodies. I was like, whoa, whoa! I I, I thought six, they were six to eight packs. Yes, I, I I you just don't know when the clothes are on. I know, and he's like, she looks good for a mom of one. I was like, shut the fuck up, Bill. She <laughs> looks like literally weighs the size of my thumb, and like she it's... looks like a Victoria's Secret model. Yes, like she's yes. in shape to walk down the like down the runway. Like she's. It's just crazy. The beauty standards that they have, I could never, I would be shunned from society. I wouldn't even be allowed to order a coffee because I would not be able to be perceived by the human eye if I lived there. Well, we would not, we we would not pass, you know, we would not get into the doors of any sort of Patty's operations, but that's, that's okay. Um, I'm not even aiming for Patty. Wouldn't, I would just want to be treated as a human being. Oh, that's not (laughs) not in the cards. Um, But... Yeah, they're chatting. They like they have a good vibe. They like make out in the hydropath. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then like she's talking about her life, and he keeps being like, "Okay, so that was you were thirty, and what year was that?" Like he's so, he's kind of <laughs> dumb, and he's like really obviously trying to figure out her age. And she's like, "Why are you trying to figure out my age?" He's like, and then he in the confession he goes, "No, I was just trying to chronologically figure out where she was at." Yeah. Okay. He's yeah you know he's he's not great i'm not saying that he's amazing but i thought that like i kind of appreciated his like game his game i guess like his his riz if you will (laughs) take a ride down the hydropath bill's hydropath i thought he kind of had like kind eyes and like a great body and like i would i would i would i would allow it <laughs> i don't know my heart is my heart is still belongs to trent from last week's naked and afraid <laughs> <laughs> your notebook is just like trent like in a heart and like little sketches of him and his beard and like <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah he's captured me and i'll never be the same <laughs> but so they are like vibing, they're little chit chats. The date, at least the filming of it, is pretty short, but then it seems to have gone well. It ends. Then Patty's following up with them. And Bill says, Yeah, I'm going to yacht for two weeks. Um, I'll call her when I get back. And Patty's like, unacceptable. Like, you need to make a plan now. And I don't know. I think it's fine. It's whatever. Neither here nor there. But that triggered Patty. um yeah and then the final black screen says that um they are still together and Heidi still hasn't told him her age yeah so they went on at least two dates according to this show um they are both completely ungoogleable like for two millionaires I I know like I could not believe it I was like she had apparently tweeted once in 2009, March 13th, and just said, having having coffee with Joni and Margie, Margie's having a vitamin C packet. <laughs> and that was it. Like, nothing before, nothing since. She didn't deactivate the Twitter. That's it. And then, like, apparently she's added a dash to her last name, so she's, like, married someone. He, His first name, his face, will never be revealed. And Bill's even less Googleable. I couldn't find it either. Well, I found I found his LinkedIn, but it didn't say anything. It said about nothing. His personal life. It didn't even say anything about his business. It just said like he like the stuff we know on the show, but like 
Oh, and it said he's president of My Little Pony LLC. <laughs> I was like, what? Like <laughs> many ventures. He, he your your new husband is he is an <laughs> entrepreneur at heart. He has a diverse portfolio. <laughs> Yeah, I I wonder if they just didn't want to be associated with this trash show. Yeah, but like most people who are even business owners, you can find something somewhere being like their marriage announcement or their like, it's just very strange to be this scrubbed from the internet, especially when at one point you agreed to put your dating life on a reality show. I guess they learned their lesson. Maybe they paid for a millionaire <laughs> yeah. scrub me from the internet agency, you know? Yeah, I guess maybe they really didn't like how they came across on the show and were just like, fuck this. No one will ever get me again. Yeah, like they were just embarrassed. I mean, <laughs> Patty does not, in fact, spoiler alert, have a very high success rate. Has someone run the numbers? I actually, I googled it and one article said that one couple stayed together and got married, but then they got divorced. <laughs> okay, so we're, instead of 99, it's actually zero. <laughs> Like a big fat zero. <laughs> Even the bachelor's done better than that. Way better than that. They're at like twenty two percent or something. Oh, well, depends how you. It depends how you measure it. There's a lot of different metrics. <laughs> okay. okay, we're not gonna. Yeah, that's not. We won't go down that path. <laughs> so, so that's 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 the show. That's that on that. That's all for today for Patty's tomfoolery and her her ways if you once again doing the call out if you want to invest 250 dollars into finding out what patty has to say to you about your problems let us know i kind of want to go back and find the episode where trish paytas was on trisha paytas was on yeah but like as a like as a person being cast to like go to the cocktail party okay but she didn't make it to the cocktail party i'm assuming well i'm not sure She's, she's been on every reality show, like, as an extra or as a contestant or as, like... Yeah, I love that. I love the hustle. Um, I was gonna say one more thing about Trish. Damn it, it's gone. Follow her on TikTok, TrishLikeFish88. <laughs> and follow us. Yeah. We love, love you. Guys. Yeah, love you guys. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.